Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cards. It's Monday, January 31st, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And welcome to another week of BizCast. Welcome. You were in Prince Albert this weekend, Shauna. I sure was. We're going to hear a little bit about your trip there. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about offensive band names. We're going to talk a bit about soccer. Shauna's yeah. friend tracked down a piece of stolen property in a pretty amazing way. Most impressive, really. We're going to talk about my friends trying to visit more countries than each other and the snag they've run into. We're going to talk about cereal mascots. A listener of ours uh, who listens to our podcast and... In a strange place. Yeah. But first, and uh, we we assume you're probably feeling the same way that we are about the news from the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to talk about it quickly once here at the top of the show. We'll get it out of the way, and then you won't hear about it again today. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Normally, we'd probably have a few things to say about the protest in Ottawa, mm-hmm. um, seeing as how it's still the biggest story in the country right now. Yep. But I realized sometime, I think it was on Saturday evening, that I had reached my capacity for convoy content. I didn't. Convtent? Convtent. Convtent. Yeah, I actually stayed mostly offline on the weekend because every time I went online, it was just people angry at each other and saying all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh my God. Like you said, the Canadian internet is a mess right now. It's awful. Like by that time, by Saturday evening, I had read such a staggering amount of anger Mm -hmm. and fallacious arguments and hypocrisy and like no logic or consistency anywhere to be found in this and I couldn't handle it anymore so for the rest of the weekend I made myself a deal that if I went on social media the moment I saw someone's stupid take on the convoy I would just close the app and it worked really well Mm. made for a lot less time online but because I think there's only so much of this stuff that you consume you can consume and I I think many of us are just kind of like tired of it like yeah you know if you don't support the convoy you're a traitor who hates freedom and if you do support the convoy you're a racist white supremacist and yeah these indigenous people are part of the protest so they must represent indigenous support for the cause and then this guy waved a confederate flag so mm-hmm. if you're still there you're a nazi and i'm like my god you people are bananas yeah you are bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s it was so nice because i was visiting my boyfriend in prince albert and so i i was just not online on saturday really at all and then, of course, I got back home and I was doing work for the show. So I went online and I immediately, <laughs> like, oh. I shut it right back down. I was just like, oh, that's enough of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is the nuance? Have we completely lost yeah. the ability to say like, oh, I agree with this, but not this? To have some sort of balance? Yeah, to, that's yeah. a strong point. That's a ridiculous exaggeration. We don't have that anymore. No. no. It's so black and white. Yep. You're all in or you're all it's out. It's extremes on both sides yeah. and that's it. There's no there's no middle ground. You're on my side or I hate you. Yes. There's, there could insane. be nothing else. Yeah. And I would find all of this deeply, deeply troubling if it weren't for some of the private conversations I have with people like in, in our in our DMs and our, you know, Instagram inbox with friends. Yeah. And those are the, that's when you hear from people who 
have their heads screwed on a little tighter. Well, and then you, you start to realize that, yeah, the, the, again, the people you see online are always the extremes, mm-hmm. right? So it's not a balanced view of what's actually going on, but people take it as such, and then that fires them up further. And it's a it's a vicious cycle. It sure is. And yeah. there is lots of gray area to something like this. There's and tons. I live in that yeah. gray area. Yeah. And to know that there are other people in that gray area... That, that's what makes me hopeful. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I was visiting Prince Albert on the weekend, and my boyfriend Cliff was trying to come up with something unique for us to do. And so we wound up wound up on the city of Prince Albert's website out of curiosity. And mm-hmm. in the summer, they offer up things like going to the lakes, and they've got some really nice bike trails around there. And in the it's summer, it's great. God's country up there. Beautiful country. As for the winter, they didn't have a whole lot to suggest. Uh, they suggested going for a scenic drive. <laughs> That's what they said as somebody do. Have you thought of going for a scenic drive around the city? Tourism Prince Albert, really working overtime on that one. They're really sitting around yeah. like, Jesus, all well, you know. I mean, it gets freaking, For being honest, there's not much to do. There here. isn't, and it gets freaking cold, so they obviously realize that people, like, going for an outdoor walk is also some stupid ad to offer. Yeah. Like, it's too cold for that, so they're like, why don't you hop in your car and go for a little drive around drive town? Around How about that? See the sights of Prince Albert, the busiest KFC in North America. It's right there. Yes, you'll see that's two great. people fighting if you're you lucky. See a couple people fighting. They close down the pathway system at night to avoid, you know, the fights that Do go they really? on there at night. Yes, well, I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, but... yeah, they closed down, so you can't go on those at night. But you can go for a scenic that's drive. So funny. And make this sure you our... lock the doors, though. Okay, you don't. <laughs> Don't risk the doors being unlocked at the stoplights. What you're going to want to do is get in your car and point it south and uh, just get keep going. Get the hell out of here. Just okay, go. BNS in 20 minutes or less. So one of the most loyal listeners to this show is uh, our friend Fred. Yeah. And he always sends us great stuff. He's got a good eye for the kind of things we like to talk about. He we, does, yeah. We end up using many of his suggestions on the air, so you've probably heard his name before. But he admitted to us recently that our podcast is part of his bath ritual. Yeah. So he says he runs an Epsom salt bath and then he puts our podcast or piss cast, the BNS in 20 minutes or less on. Yeah. I, I never really thought of our piss cast as a peaceful bath kind of thing, well, but here we are. I, was thinking, I hope Fred's using bubbles because like... That's a bit weird. Just the, the image of him sitting there floating in the tub and listening to our voices and yeah. then his, you know, his meat whistles just bobbing up and down like a piece of driftwood. Okay. <laughs> I, I do not want to envision Fred's pork skewer in the well, tub while he's now. listening. So okay? Oh my god! Oh, just like a buoy, just digging yeah, yeah. there. Like just, a buoy, exactly like a buoy. Buoy just hanging like out a, like, like a oh, bratwurst. I'll go buoy. right. Go. Yeah. No. And if we say something funny and he giggles oh, and the ripples, and just, then like oh. I'm sorry, Fred. I'm sorry, man. Like bobbing like an apple and <laughs> dig your head down into okay. I'm sorry. I can't stop. I can't stop now. You ever seen how is it sperm whales how they sleep? Oh. They sleep straight up and down in the water. Yeah. That... Like an otter on its back <laughs> just floating through the bathtub water. But anyway, I was th- it's Slashed around. It's funny to think about where people hear us, right? It's like oh. it's already kind of an odd relationship yeah. this one because mm-hmm. you listen to us talk and we rarely hear from you. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like, the vast majority of people probably hear us driving or working, right? I would think that would be, like, three quarters at least. Yeah. And then there would be people who hear us, like, while they're exercising mm-hmm. or maybe out walking the dog or whatever. But then there are some that we might not want to think about, like yeah. Fred in the bath. Yeah. 
Or like I, I have a waterproof speaker and I do a lot of my like news and podcast listening in the shower. Right. Well, I'm just like gratuitously soaping my ass. Yeah. Just like just smothering just your ass straight soap and ass soap and having listened listening to, to podcast. So, yeah. Or how about this? Do you think any friends of this show have ever like yeah. left the radio playing while they plunk or We've left? We've talked the about this before and it's a horrifying thought, but I'm sure it's happened. Like you know, it's on in the background and things get going and there you go. Maybe All not this sudden, time of day. To our voices, hello. It would be the piss cast more likely. It would be the, the piss cast. But or for people who wake up early and <laughs> get a little bit of rinsing in early. You know? Clock a little strange before you head off to work. People listen to our podcast and do all kinds of rinsing. Rinsing in the bath, rinsing the shower, rinsing in rinsing bed. each other. <laughs> oh my God. I got into a very spirited discussion with my boyfriend over the weekend about who the best cereal mascot is. The goat of cereal mascots. The greatest of all time when it comes to cereal mascots. So, of course, there's the ones that we had. Toucan Sam, okay, of of Fruit Loops, of course, was right up there. Uh, Captain Crunch. Mm -hmm. The Trix Rabbit. Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Yeah. Really mainly because of that alone. Then the Lucky Charms guy was tossed in there. yeah. But then I was like, I don't actually know his name. So then I kind of ruled him out. Does he have a name? Yes. His name is Sir Charms. His name is Lucky. His name is Lucky Charms, which immediately I'm like, that's stupid. I feel like that alone should just rule him out. because Lucky Charms sounds like a stripper. Right? Could you not come up with a slightly more, I don't know, creative what? name than the name of the cereal itself? for the? Doesn't Cap'n Crunch have a full name too? Isn't it like Horatio? Yes. Cap'n Horatio Crunch? Yeah, which is great. I mean, you should fill it in like that. Give him a little bit of a backstory. I want to know more about him, okay? I was reading a bit about him, mm-hmm. and there are some real questions about his military regalia. Yes. Like they said, there's some inconsistencies in terms of like the number of bars on his shoulders, yep. and people aren't sure what his rank is, mm-hmm. or maybe when he served. I think we mid- talked about that, about what did you, on did a, we, what did you learn today? Was that us? When, yeah. Stolen yeah. valor. Stolen valor. Yeah. And it was about Captain Crunch stolen yeah, valor. There's a there's a lot of a lot of controversy. So I guess Captain Crunch would have to be rolled out because yeah, stolen valor is not what you want either. Snap, crackle, and pop. Those are yeah, those those guys would be up there. They were big growing up there. Tony Didn't the, they live in a tree? I don't know. Did they? And also they're no longer the mascots, I don't think. I think they got rid of Snap, Crackle, and Pop, and I don't know why. I thought they lived at like they were like elves that lived in a tree. Or am I thinking of like horse jockeys from The Simpsons? I don't know. The fact that you're confusing those two though means they're rolled out now. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Tony the Tiger. I think he's in the conversation. Yeah. Because his catchphrase is as as iconic they're as they great. call. They're great. Yeah. And he's strong, and I was like, he could probably beat up all the other mascots, which I mean puts him on top for me. And what didn't he like appear in some media outside of like Frosted Flakes. Oh. Wasn't he like a... I'm trying to remember the commercials when we were young. I thought he like appeared elsewhere. I have my my choice, though. Who's that? It's this, the Honey Nut Cheerios B. Oh. Because Cheerios are the best-selling... God about him. ...cereal of all time. What's his name? What's the B's name? It's just the Is it Busby? Buzz? Is his name... I, I don't Cheerios know. Cheerios B. Let's see if he so has a name. So you take him as number one, What eh? is the name of the Cheerios B? It's Buzz B. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean... I, like... Man... He's I not put gonna, Tony a, like Tony would would beat the bee in a fight. I don't know why that has to do with him. What about the depends. weird? Is Tony allergic? Well, that's true. Yeah, that's maybe. Hmm. He's allergic to bee stings and honey nuts. Oh my god! Then I yeah, forgot his right. EpiPen. 
Yeah. Tony's a sensitive little snowflake Sorry, there. Tony. He, yeah. Okay, Tony. I mean, there's other ones. There's like Count Chocula. Yeah. There's what about the, the sugar weird- crisp bear. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. No, no, no. What about the weird Quaker Oats guy? Oh, the, the Quaker. The Quaker. Is that what he is? He's yeah. called the Quaker? I, well, yeah, I don't know I mean, if he has a real name, but he is a Quaker. He's the oldest, I think. I mean, look at him. He looks like he's from the 1600s. Probably he's got the is. weird, like, curl in his hair and everything, like Mozart. I'm still... Yeah, is that his real hair or is that is that aftermarket hair? Is that store-bought hair? Yeah, it might be store-bought. My vote is with the B. You're voting for Tony the Tiger? I think I'm going Tony. Wow. We're at a, we usually agree on these. No. We're at a deadlock here. No, I think Tony. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to settle this. With I don't a either. fight, a fist fight? Let's go. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. Some of my buddies are fairly well-seasoned travelers, mm-hmm. and they have a bit of a, a friendly competition going on as to who can bag the most countries visited. And I think one's at 35 and the other is at 37. Yeah, that's impressive. It is pretty good. Yeah. But they have strict rules about it. Okay. Like simply setting foot in a country doesn't count because they're trying to eliminate like airport stops, mm-hmm. transit through countries. Makes sense. So in order to say you've truly visited a country by their standards, you have to spend at least one night there. Okay. And the only exception they made was for the Vatican because you can't spend the night at the Vatican. Right. But they set foot in it and they counted that as a country they visited. So here's where this sparked a debate when we were out on on the weekend about an upcoming trip that one of my friends is taking. He's going to Monaco to see the Formula One race there. Oh, that's awesome. But Monaco is, is, is tiny. It's like three kilometers long and like 500 meters wide. Right. And there's very few places to stay even at the best of times. And then during that weekend, like he said, he went online and there was one hotel room available in the city for $2,500 a night. And he's like, well, I don't want to pay that. Nope. And then he refreshed the page and it was gone. Jeez. So there's nowhere to stay in the country of Monaco during the Formula One race. So he's actually there for a wedding, I think, in France. And then they're gonna they're they're all going to go over, watch the race, and then go back into France that night. So they're saying, like, does that count? Well, yeah. Does that count as visiting Monaco? I'd say so. I did too. Because you're going for an actual event. It's not like, it's different if you're having a stopover. Like I had a stopover in Germany. I can't claim that I I was in Germany. Did though. you leave the airport? No. Then I wouldn't count it. Exactly. An airport's not like really part but of the country. But this is different. You're going to an actual event in that country. I think that that counts. Not just the, an event, but like the event of that country. Yeah. Like it's the biggest day on the calendar if you live in Monaco. So yeah, like that makes... What, you're going to experience... Monacan culture mm. as much as you possibly could. I think yeah. it counts too. Yeah. But they're like, no, rules is rules. Mm. So they're not counting it. That's too bad. So he was thinking about ways to get around it. And he's like, do I pull an all nighter? Yeah. And take the train out the next morning? Do I you might sleep have to. in a bus shelter? Like, yeah. God. Sleep under a bench somewhere for the night. Because you're there. Yeah. And you want to count the country. Uh-huh. I was like, I think your guys' rules are stupid because. Yeah, that's he's going to spend the whole day there and like experience Monaco mm-hmm. and then leave at night. I think it's that like, counts as a day. I went for a day trip to Morocco and we spent all day in Morocco but didn't stay overnight so that wouldn't count. I think you've been to Morocco. If you yeah. ask me, well, you've been to Morocco. Not according to their rules. VNS in 20 minutes or less. A friend had a couple bikes stolen from his garage the other day and he, he phoned the police and they basically said there's not much they could do. They'll keep an eye open obviously for it, but... Uh, He decided to take matters into his own hands after that because it had just snowed. And when he went outside, he noticed that there was a trail leaving his garage of two tire tracks in the snow. 
And it was kind of unique because he was clearly on one bike and he was pushing the other bike alongside him. So it was this unique track that he saw. Classic guy on two bikes. Classic guy the on two bikes. The guiltiest man alive. The most obvious <laughs> robber ever. Okay, The most obvious thief if you're pushing a bike and you are on a bike. Yeah, walking two bikes, you look pretty guilty. Yeah, so he actually followed this trail, okay? And at one point he lost the trail because he got to a busier intersection. He was like, oh no, well here it goes. But then he started circling around block by block to see if he could actually pick up the trail again. And sure as hell, three blocks away, he said he picked up the trail again and he followed it all the way back to this guy's house. So Wow. He Your con- friend's an absolute bloodhound. This is what I was thinking. I was <laughs> hearing like, this and I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, what you Ranger? Oh yeah. my God. Also, I was like, well, did, you didn't have much else going on, although his bikes were fairly expensive, yeah. I guess. So he was like, well, I'm going to try and if I can find it, then I will. And so he phoned the police and I don't know how... They got to the house, but they eventually did get to the house and they opened the garage and found all kinds of stolen stuff that this guy had stolen. Whoa. And they basically did this big bust of all the stuff because my friend decided that he wanted to do nothing else except track down this bike trail, the unique two bike trail, and he found it. That's really impressive. Super Your impressive. Your friend's quite clever. Inspector Mike, I was like, you need to, you should do this as, I don't know. Well, when, when you were away, I was talking, my friend had spotted this business in town where it's like, if you lost or... If you lost your vehicle or had it stolen, they'll help you find it. Interesting. And it's like, it sounds like your buddy Mike could maybe do this for stolen property. No kidding. Yes. Although I He's don't know on if, the case. if you'd be as ambitious about it if it's not your stuff being stolen. But yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, what do you mean? You lost it. And then you're like circling block by block to try and find the trip. And then he sniffed it out. And then he sniffed it out. <laughs> I got it. Digs it right back. S in 20 minutes or less. Do you remember last week when we were talking about the Baseball Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. And how we didn't really recognize many of the, the inductees from the 1991 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class? Mm-hmm. A friend of mine, friend of the show Noah big listener to this podcast that's like that music is like his wheelhouse that early soul and rock oh yeah R&B and blues so he's he was appalled that we didn't know who these people were and he sent me a Spotify playlist that he made featuring only artists who were inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1991 okay and I was listening this weekend and there is some really really good music on there and I was a little more familiar with it than I thought I would be but um, I will throw the link to that playlist in the podcast uh, description today if you like and also this is kind of cool this is something new that our, our boss thought of but he's he's given this show uh, our own Spotify playlist yes so it's kind of like how we do with what are you listening to yep we can put these songs on a playlist and then we can give it to you and when you're done listening to the podcast you can go and listen to the music that we're listening to and uh, yeah it's like a lot of stuff that's off format some stuff that's on format but it's just stuff that we happen to yeah be listening to at the time so my stuff is mostly stuff that wouldn't be played on X me too I think because yeah. I listen to mostly X music when I'm here that's yeah and, and then, I, I love alt but I will seek out other stuff as well like actively because yeah we yeah. get a lot of the awesome alt here so I listen to that playlist at the gym on the week and it's all over the place yep. because your stuff is very different than my stuff. I've got some country and some metal and you've got some stuff I haven't heard. Yeah. Yeah. Some some dance, some some hip hop, all kinds of stuff on there. But I'll put that link in the description as well. So not only today's podcast, but uh, some music to listen to for you as well. Hell yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Your payments, on the other hand, not so much love there. House of Cars can help you get that vehicle payment under control. When you refinance your auto loan with House of Cars, you can enjoy lower interest, lower payments, and have a little more money in your pocket. 
you love your car, guess what? You can love your payment too with some help from House of Cars. Find out more about refinancing your vehicle at houseofcarscalgary.com. BNS in 20 minutes or less. With the way the internet is right now, I was thinking it might be a good time for a what are you grateful for. I am always game for a what are you grateful for. There's a lot of poison online right now and a lot of anger. It's a bad place. It's really really bad out there right now. It's so bad. So bad. So Mine's real simple. Can I go first? Yes, please. Well, tomorrow is February 1st, and we've had like two weeks of winter yeah. in this city so far this year. It's going to get cold over the next few days, but then it's warm by the weekend again. Yeah. And like, it's been such a beautiful winter so far. It's been a breeze. Well, it's crazy because I was flying back to, to Calgary yesterday, and when you, I was looking down, and of course, I was in Saskatchewan, and the prairies are completely white right now, just a white, just frosty <laughs> abyss. And then the minute you hit the Alberta border, there is no snow on the ground. Like, nowhere. It's absolutely insane to see. Like, when I was flying over, I couldn't believe the difference between the prairies and really? here right now. It was nuts. Yeah. I mean, the, look around on all the lawns and I stuff. Know. Most of it's gone. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it, it makes winter that much shorter. Even if we get hit hard now going forward, it's still going to be yeah. an easy, easy winter overall. So I'm grateful for that. Can't complain. Uh, I'd like to, uh, well, I'm grateful for Henry Duda Heimlich. The Heimlich Maneuver. The Heimlich Maneuver. Yeah, inventor. after your incident, hey? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was choking, the, was it last week or the week mm-hmm. before? And uh, yeah, a friend of mine knew the Heimlich Maneuver and had to do it on me. And I'm very grateful that that was available and he was knowledgeable enough to do that. And I'm fine because that was a bit of a scary moment. When you told that story, I thought, it, like, when was the Heimlich Maneuver developed or invented? It, was, it looked like it was in the 60s. I was reading briefly so, about it, but... So not that long ago. Not that long so ago. So prior to the 60s, someone was choking and we just whacked him on the back and yep. hoped that worked? Yeah, it was the big blow to the back and you tried to do it that way and then... Man, how many people died who didn't have to? My God. When it was... Like, you didn't need any sort of fancy medicine or anything, just a, just a different way to, to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's spooky to think about. And again, because yeah. you were talking... Like, you don't have a whole lot of time. Like, within four minutes, you're unconscious and... In six, you're brain dead. So I was like, yeah, it's good that somebody knew the Heimlich yeah. maneuver and was able to do that. If it was 1950, you might not be sitting here right now. I know. That's it's super quite a thought. Eerie to Henry think about. Judah Heimlich. Henry Judah Heimlich. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Thank you, sir. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We were talking last week about band names with the format Blank and the Blanks. Mm-hmm. And one of the bands that came up as I was doing some research about that was Emily Haynes of Metrics Side Project, which is Emily Haynes and the Soft Skeletons. And I've got thinking about how disgusting a visual soft skeleton oh, is to me. Oh, that's gross. Like, that is... That's gross. If your bones got all rubbery and noodly... Ima- oh, oh, my God. I don't even like, like thinking why, about that. Why would she... I feel itchy. Horrifying. It's funny because another band name that I find a bit unsettling is Monoskin. But only because when I first read that band name, I said Maniskin, and I was envisioning a mannequin made out of skin, yeah, which, is, again, wow. ter- I thought that was like a hard rock band is trying <laughs> to give you a really disturbing visual like that, just really trying to stir you up, you know? It's deeply troubling. Oh my God, is it ever. And some metal bands will intentionally do that, right? And it kind of yep. got me thinking about bands that do have names that are almost purposefully a little unsettling or even a little bit offensive purposely. Mm -hmm. And again, Mm -hmm. metal has all kinds like that. Uh, I was thinking like, I mean, butthole surfers doesn't (laughs) give you a great visual either, but that one's a little more just immature than anything else. Or like Dayglo abortions. Yeah. That's a big one too. I'm not, I'm not sure. I probably can't say a lot of, I am a metal fan and there are so many I could think of that. I can't say. Yes. And that's intentional, right? It's like the band effed up. 
Yeah. Right? Like they yeah. purposely came up with that name knowing that we can't say the real name on the radio. Like, Do you remember a few years ago there was a big to-do about a band that was supposed to play, I think at the Palomino? Yes. And I don't know, again, I don't know if I could say the word, but like it was basically their band name was like Black Vaginas. Mm-hmm. And then there was a big push to get their show canceled. Yes. And I think it eventually was. Yep. Yeah, um, I think it was. You're right. Or wasn't there, there was another band named Viet Cong for a while, right? Yes. And then there's a band that re- they changed their name uh-huh. it was because of some of the, pu- and I forget. It was Japanese girls. Japanese girls. Who are now Hotel Mira yes. because of some of the pushback against the name Japanese, Japanese girls. girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting it, though. It's a, it is an interesting choice to go with an, a deliberately offensive band name because yeah. some people are going to be intrigued and be like, oh, what's this? Yes. But then you also really limit yourself to us even being able to say the name of your band on the air, which I think is probably... Not a good a thing. Bit of an issue. Bit I mean, with issue. Emily Haynes and the Soft Skeletons, so that we can't say that name was just disturbing. Super like, gross. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> My friend, big metalhead, he used to have like all these shirts, these metal band shirts, and he would wear them to school and see where the line was, Hilarious. like what he could get away with yeah. before <laughs> the teachers would say something. <laughs> I think good. Cannibal Corpse is when they sent him home. Really? Yeah. Because that had, one? Well, I think it had a, like a, had a picture of like a zombie okay. Jesus on it or something, oh. if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, and you went to a religious went to a Catholic school okay, and they're like, get fair. that out of here. Uh, and he's okay. like, all right, huh, there's the line. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We were talking earlier on the show about that uh, soccer game match yesterday. Yeah. Canada-US, which Canada won 2 nothing. So exciting. I'm not real into soccer, but a, no. a friend who was in town and said, come join me for a beer. I'm at a bar down the street here and uh, they got the game on. So I was like, okay, I'll come by. Yeah. And... Yeah, I arrived during the second half, and it was funny because the place was packed, like absolutely slammed. Everybody was in Team Canada gear, yeah. But they were streaming the game like via the internet, and it uh, it wasn't working. Oh no, it was frozen. Oh god, Canada was up on nothing at that point, and it was like it was so eerily silent in the bar. Like there were so many people, but nobody was making a sound. Like oh, waiting boy. for the game to come back on, and then. Then someone like brought it up on their phone at the table, and then pretty soon everybody had it up on their phones while the person was struggling to get it back on the screen. Yeah, I was like, "This is like a commercial for a service provider, right?" No kidding, hey, like a Bell Tel- Bell yep. Phones commercial or whatever. Um, but then Canada scored to go up two nothing, and it went. Everyone went absolutely bonkers. It was so cool, and like I was getting swept up in it, even as someone who doesn't really care about That's soccer. The best so, thing. oh, absolutely, and like. Again, it's a huge thing for Canada, regardless of if you're a soccer fan or not. People yes. are going to be jumping on board like crazy because it's been so long. And to see your team in the World Cup, like we just, we haven't had that opportunity mm-hmm. in a very long time. So and if we do get to the World Cup, which uh, fingers crossed we do, then it would be awesome. And it will, it'll do a lot to even increase popularity of the sport Absolutely. in Canada, which is always a good and thing. soccer is super accessible, so it's a great sport to, like, we yeah, should grow it. I agree. It's yeah. a very low barrier of entry. It doesn't mm-hmm. cost a lot. No. So I agree. Um, but my friend who I was at the, I was watching the game with, he was in Mexico City for the game back in October where oh my God. Canada played Mexico. Yeah. And he was telling me, I didn't know about the situation there. He was just down there on a vacation. And I guess FIFA was punishing Mexico because some of their fans had like hurled homophobic slurs or something. Oh. So they said no fans were going to be allowed in the building for that game. And then two days before the game, they reversed their decision. And my friend was like, well, I'm in the country. Maybe I'll hop on a plane and and go to Mexico City and watch this game. And I was like, well, were you nervous to be like with such a passionate crowd and you would be one of the few Canadian fans there? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, we were a bit nervous about going. So they bought 
the most expensive tickets they could that were kind of like <laughs> sectioned off. And he said they were sitting with all like Mexican celebrities, basically. Hilarious. People kept coming up and taking selfies with the people next to them. And, Amazing. And he said they made you check your belt when you go in there because oh wow, if, it, if things go bad, yeah. a belt can be weaponized. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've never been to a sporting event before where they made me check my belt. And then leaving, he's like, there was just no way you were going to get that belt back. So he just left the belt. Hilarious. So they have this yep. like, room full of belts at the so stadium. Don't wear a belt in Mexico line. City. But okay. Yeah, it's just like it's it's such a different animal. Yep. In other countries, isn't oh, it? Oh, is it ever? But like you said, it's going to be pretty exciting to watch. Oh yeah. Canada, if they make it. So let's go full bore. I'm yeah. in. V and S in 20 minutes or less. You want to hear a wild stat? Sure. Okay. We were just talking about housing prices, kind of. I was telling I was telling my buddy about your parents' house in Toronto, mm-hmm. which was listed for. 1.3 and sold for 1.6 something. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. The bidding war that ensued. I know. But I mean, that's the housing market out there right now. Well, he, he, my nuts. friend told me this stat and he said, because of the real estate bubble in, in the greater Toronto area, I feel like a wiener saying GTA, so I don't like saying it. Mm, um, yeah. One in 59 people in that city are realtors. That's crazy. One in every 59 people working in Toronto is a realtor. Wow. Yeah, there are almost four realtors for every school teacher. Yeah, that's insane. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's not right. And he no. sent me the article. It was on this uh, publication called Better Dwelling because he kind of works adjacent to the industry. Um, and that number has shot up insanely fast, too. So there are 62,000 realtors in Toronto. And that it grew by 5,000 just over the last year. Jeez. So all at once, everybody has decided that they want to be a realtor because the commissions are so high on these sales mm-hmm. that an individual realtor doesn't need to sell many properties to make a go of it. Well, yeah, housing prices are so in- inflated that even a crappy house is selling insanely. Mm-hmm. You could get the commissions on that, so it makes sense. It'd be tough to be bad at that job right now, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I guess you're still that competing against itself. the other 62,000 people. They said there is... One realtor for every two houses sold in Toronto at the Holy moment. So crap. it's it's intense, but like I said, you don't need to sell very much to be nope. successful. Why you wouldn't know, you jump in on that? I've heard before that in, in most cities, it's like a small group that control most of the real estate, and then everyone else kind of fights over their scraps. And I don't know if Toronto is similar to that, but... Yeah, it probably is. But even still, as you said, like it doesn't matter if you get one house. Again, the prices are so inflated that you'll get a decent commission mm-hmm. on it, so... Everybody and their dog is a realtor, which made me think maybe dog realtors are next. You put dog the dog realtors. on the on the on yep. the bus bench, mm-hmm. and then you, the dog comes and shows you the house. Then you said the house sells itself. Yep, could be a good gimmick. It could be. <laughs> I'd rather buy from the dog. Yeah, that's a cute dog. I, I want to pet it. Dog. Yeah. V and S in twenty minutes or less. I was sitting at the airport on Friday, and first off, there are quite a few guys heading to the rigs these days, which is pretty awesome to see. Like a lot of flights up north, and guys are talking about heading to camp and. Oil prices have rebounded pretty mm-hmm. nicely over the last mm-hmm. little bit, so you're starting to kind of see that hustle and bustle associated with the rigs and them getting busier and everything, which is great. But the two guys beside me, they started chatting about heading up north and um, what they were up to, and it was it was amazing to hear. The one, the one guy started trying to poach the other guy from his camp, talking about his camp is much better, and talking about... Then he said, uh, it was very cool to see that young guys were still heading up north and just giving her which were his actual words, (laughs) which was unbelievable. And then they both started busting out their phones and they were comparing rigs. And so they were showing each other the different rigs and like actual oil rigs. 
They were showing pictures, and this the one guy was like, see, ours isn't very big. Like, take a look at this one. And they're, like, swapping pictures <laughs> of the oil rigs. All of that, I just, I was sitting You were in beside, Alberta, weren't you? I was like, oh, this weren't is amazing. <laughs> this is great to see. You're right, though. I, my my mother-in-law, um, she works for an oil company, and she said that their company just acquired two other companies, and one of them was worth, like, $700 million or wow. something. So yeah, seems like there's some confidence in in Alberta energy, yeah. which is good news. Well, and it's funny because it's been so quiet for a while and you can just see, and then you see all the like uh, different flights that are going up to like different places up north and stuff. And you didn't see that for a while. And then there was a lot of people that were that were heading up north when I was at the airport. I was oh, like, wow, good. I haven't seen this in a while. Sitting there comparing rig pictures. Just, <laughs> my rig. Sure. This one's nice and compact. Take a look at this one. I'll send her a rig Hey, have you, worked, <laughs> have you worked on a rig like this one before? <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes for Less podcast. Podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have VNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.